0: Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordane Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week we are talking about three films, kind of similar to what we did last year with Vanessa Hudgens before we knew there was going to be a Princess Switch 3 (laughs)
1: yeah like we're gonna have to go back and cover the third princess switch so this is gonna be the year of threes because today we are tackling the Christmas Prince trilogy true art yeah and they're
0: all starring Rose McIver who was on iZombie and other things besides these I'm sure
1: she's she's around yeah she's she's a on Power Rangers RPM in 2009. Oh. Oh, well, <laughs> so if we have any Power true. Rangers RPM heads, she uh, was,
0: she was there. Rangers.
1: So obviously, because we're tackling such important art, we needed to have more great minds to really dig into the text. So we have two amazing comedians and writers, and I, I would also call them specialists on love and Christmas. We have Maria Wojcikowski. Hello, thanks for having me. And we have Kim Denaro. Oh my God, thanks for having me. I am a specialist on love. I just, I'm yeah. so excited to hear all of the thoughts that you have because we need all hands on deck for this.
0: I love Rose McIver. Like, this is crazy shit. I zombie is crazy shit. I think she was also on that bad Hulu shoe. Hulu shoe. <laughs> Hulu show. It was called. I saw that you? show, but I don't I remember believe... her on it. <laughs> Apparently, I thought that she was like a girl.
1: Oh, she looks like the woman who was in that, but she's not the woman who's that's not her, the woman who's with Lamorne Morris. (laughs) I thought that was her. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I'm pretty. I mean, they look so much alike. She She kind of looks like like Amy Adams sometimes, too. I'm I'm coming up on her. Oh, no, it is her. It is her. Oh, it is her. Okay, yeah,
0: I knew it was her. Okay, so I zombie. Like, we won't spend much time on this, but it's important to know that she plays a detective who, well, I don't even know if she's like officially a detective, but it's like a procedural show. But she's a zombie. She gets bit by a zombie and becomes a zombie. And so when someone dies, she'll eat some of their brains. She'll like steal them from the morgue. And from eating their brains, she like it gives her information on the crime. And also, whose ever wow. brain she eats, she like takes on some of their characteristics for the whole episode. And it's the work that she did on that. That's amazing. It was phenomenal because I, I don't to... know I wouldn't know what to play. I wouldn't know who to be. It's just like a really confusing
1: show. Yeah. That is- A newfound respect for her honestly I didn't know any of that I just only knew her from these and I was like I don't know I couldn't tell if they were just giving her like just constantly bad dialogue or if her acting was just like very confusing.
2: I got really angry when she said, I'm New York, born and bred. And that's when I had to Google where she was from because she did not sound like she was from anywhere near New York. And I was like, Oh, she's from New Zealand. That makes oh, sense. Oh
0: yeah. Her American <laughs> accent is very, very funny. It sounds like she's and maybe that's why she was doing I Zombie because it's the same guy who made Veronica Mars. She sounds like she's trying to do Kristen Bell as well as she can. And that
1: has gotten mm-hmm. her Yeah, fun. her
2: accent's not not an American accent. It's just mm-hmm. like unique in its own way
1: yeah like you're you're kind of curious what region she's from and why you're not familiar <laughs> yeah. with the dialect
0: <laughs> like this is slightly and off then of all the other americans expect. in the Especially in the christmas stuff. trilogy
2: are also played by they're all played by british people which explains why at the end of every question was like are you going to the loo it drove me crazy
1: <laughs> yes yeah, no, it is It is amazing. I do kind of love the exchange of just British people being mocked, Americans being mocked, partly by the casting decisions. Of course, the writing, obviously, we'll get into that. But there's so much happening with the <laughs> casting, and then Rudy? the whole, like, oh, the American in Aldovia, <laughs> whatever country that's making fun of, well, obviously, it's... it's the royal family.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, the... But... The like incorporation of Rudy is what really confuses everything. And Rudy is, um, okay, so Rose McIver she plays a character named Amber. Rudy is her dad, played by Dan Danielle Fathers. What a name! I don't know. Um, <laughs> and he is like doing so much, like, I'm from New York kind no. of work there. And like, but then there's her, and it doesn't seem like they could ever possibly be related.
1: I counted him mentioning hot dogs at least fifteen times throughout the trilogy.
0: We should
2: note that he got recast. Yes, he was a different man in the first movie,
1: and they were basically like, "I I love the idea that they're like, if you do a bad New York accent, no one will notice." (laughs) (laughs) Well, they yeah, I don't think whoever wrote this has ever been to New York ever. no No, i would agree with that and if they have it was a layover and they were day drunk and that was it (laughs) this cast they were like i can write about this because like just the office alone that she works in and like she has like one article every two weeks and she's annoyed about her editing i'm like that office doesn't exist the like establishing shots of the city I, like, saw some TikTok theory that's, like, they're different cities, which is, like, supposed to tell us that we're in an alternate reality, and I was, like, whoa. I've I gone- love that world-building theory, because I really don't know what Netflix... It's very... I feel with Netflix holiday movies, because they do have some that are in the same world, it's very hard to tell how much it's intentional. Like, yeah, we have a Christmas world. And how much is just them slapping these movies together?
2: Yeah. To me, Aldovia felt like the downfall of the Frozen Kingdom. <laughs> it's like modern-day Frozen and how far they've fallen. I love that. I like
0: that. What else do they- <laughs>
1: This is the really sad epilogue.
0: <laughs> well, this, these movies, okay, so it takes place in, like, Aldovia, which is, which. like, it sounds like something that I've heard before. But... Maybe it's just that all fake kingdoms sound the same. Like, their names sound exactly the same. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Especially in the third one, when they, that other kingdom, which, what is that? What is
2: that? Yeah, I kept calling it Pangolin.
0: <laughs> panglion?
2: Oh, yeah. Panglion. I was thinking of yeah. Pangolin, like the um animal, the whole time. It's like, this is a horrible name. It's. It's but so bad. Have-
1: Panglia well, is a horrible it's name. It's really bad. It well, sounds like a failed sports brand. Okay. Yeah. And Montanaro. <laughs> yes. Okay. So
0: we should do the cast for the first one. Because at least if we do some... A bunch of these characters come back and we won't have to do it again. Because I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. Except for the one that I think was on Star Trek. Alice Krieg. who plays, Yeah, she was on Star Trek. Yeah, who plays Queen Helena. She's, she's cool. I hear that she like likes to dress up like monsters like she's like one of those that Doug guy who always does the Guillermo del Toro movies I can't remember anything I'm very high oh
1: yeah the when when you connected him to Guillermo del Toro I was like okay when you said the Doug guy I was like I I wish I could the guy who's
0: always (laughs) wearing the like he's always he's known for being in costume all the time it's like you know what fuck it I'm gonna figure out who that is
1: because so the the prince is played by ben lamb he's an english actor ben uh, as with many of the doug actors. jones he has i got it doug, jones. Huh? doug, doug jones. jones i can't believe it so for all the doug heads <laughs> out there uh that's doug <laughs> go ahead um uh, he was in uh the white queen and this trilogy and that's all i'm seeing for him at this point he <laughs> he was He was in a bunch of plays, Um, so he's done a lot of theater. He's done a lot of Shakespeare. He was in *The Merchant of Venice*. He performed at the National Youth Theater. So, yeah, that's the Prince. It makes sense that he played Shakespeare. He was in some Shakespeare plays. I mean,
0: I get. I mean, it makes sense, like in terms of like who he is but it doesn't make sense in terms of the caliber of his performance also i just feel like this guy was just cast because he looked looks like prince william or at least he
2: looks exactly like prince william yeah
0: it's like if prince like prince william is starting to get ugly now but like before he was ugly yeah (laughs) Yeah,
2: during the movie i kept thinking like does prince harry watch this and he's like wow this is so relatable (laughs)
1: <laughs> i really want to know what the royal family thinks yeah. about this trilogy if any of them have watched it i would i would like pay for stars well or you guys some royal family if you're listening to tweet
2: at bad romance pod
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Directly the royal. okay exactly. we've also got honor nefsi nefsi i have no nefsi i don't know it's the little girl princess Emily, who is to be fair, my favorite character.
1: <laughs> she I think she's the best act.
0: <laughs> okay, yes, but um definitely Emily is the best character. Honor is giving the best performance, and she seems to be the only person who knows that she's in a movie. <laughs> like the, Yeah. Like she looks at other characters when she delivers her lines. She's like natural, she's yeah. like self-composed. Meanwhile, everybody, it seems like for the most part, are just staring into cue cards. Everybody's constantly looking, like, directly in the middle. Like, there's no, like, real, like, composition. And I'm just like, does anybody actually know their lines? Because,
1: I feel like the explanation for that is probably that because she's a child actor, she like only had a certain number of actor like time on set with the actors. So all the other shots were just like them individually. Like there's one there's only one time that I can remember where you can see Amber like a full body shot. And the way that this actress is so awkward with her whole body was like really made me feel better about my high school performances i was like she has no idea where her arms are she doesn't know what elbows like like mean Uh, it was amazing and then the prince's performance i was like he's totally the one on the set that like ruined everyone's good time by being like what do you think my character's motivation is here and And they're like really (laughs) are you doing this
2: I looked up Honor's social media because I agree she was the best one and she doesn't talk about Christmas <laughs> prints like at all. It's like a It's dozen-
1: <laughs> incredible especially since she's a child and she's like no. A- <laughs> she's probably a teenager now but she's just like absolutely not. I'm better than this.
0: I love it. That's a real fucking actress right there. Shout out to her. <laughs> oh my god. Okay so we also have Count Simon who was played by Theo Devaney, who for some reason is in all three of these for some reason. And I've said for some reason so many times because I really don't know why he's here and it causes me great distress. And then there's Baroness Sophia played by Emma Louise Saunders. And okay. So yeah, there are a bunch of other fucking people here. We're just, we're just, we're done.
2: Those are the most important. And I gotta admit, I'm a bit of a Simon head. Oh, Simon had. Oh, okay.
1: That's interesting. I liked him. (laughs) I kind of liked him, too. He was so useless in every way. And I really enjoyed it. When you put it that way. (laughs) I can can
0: get it. You know, we
1: need somebody to be useless. (laughs) He was walking around like, why am I in this He exists for the (laughs) twist.
2: Like, he exists for everyone to think he's the bad guy. And then there's the twist, and it's not Simon. And it's like...
1: It's like, he's just there to, like, piss people off, but, like, but when he's not actively pissing people off, they're just like, oh, you're here, and he's like, yeah, and then they're like, shit.
0: Well, like, (laughs) Simon, like, so the first movie is basically, like, this improbable premise where this journalist is sent to this, like, isolated kingdom, like, European somewhere during the holidays to figure out what the prince is doing because he's supposed to be a playboy and she's supposed to be getting some dirt, but then she has trouble. And then she just like poses as the prince's little sister's tutor. And that's supposed to be what the movie is. And I I, I can't believe adults wrote this.
2: Well, I feel like it's crazy that she was the tutor and nobody made her sign an NDA they were like
1: "Right, oh my god yeah there was no NDA there was like no evaluation of her like child care experience um, or like anything there was nothing and Emily was supposed to be like a problem child at the beginning
2: and I have nannied for spoiled rich problem children in the past and they do not become that nice after one session
1: one sesh she was like I'm done seem cool yeah also can we talk about how her notes that were open were maybe the best thing i've seen it was just like fine dirt question mark (laughs) like she's like a robot reminding herself like what a human journalist would do she's like ask questions that are tough oh
2: my
0: god
2: (laughs) she she walks around the palace the whole time, like, taking pictures, and she looks like a boomer with an iPad, <laughs> the way she takes her
1: pictures. <laughs>
2: she She's supposed to be sneaky. Instead, they're just, like, right out in front of her, just clicking away.
1: Oh, my God. This one moment where she is taking a picture of the prince, and her phone is in front of her eyeballs. Like, literally, it almost looks like she's taking a selfie. And I'm like oh my god and then he's like hey and she's like oh my god sorry it's like did I miss like what the dirt was about like what they wanted to get initially like because her New York boss seems like so interested in this in this country's like royal policy that makes no sense like we would never like send uh, an American journalist to like some <laughs> country that doesn't exist <laughs> Dirt. I like
0: the, the dirt is what like oh he's fucking somebody like who cares yeah, I wonder
2: if he was he was having sex with Lindsay Lohan so they were like <laughs> get out there
1: see oh that is missing from this movie if Lindsay Lohan was here this would actually be an Oscar winning film <laughs> also she's gonna be in one she's coming to a Netflix Christmas movie next year yes oh my God that's gonna be. <laughs> chaotic and i am going to watch it because i am part of the problem <laughs> but this I,
0: prince, I don't know. understand how this prince is supposed to be a playboy he's just like a dork like when we finally meet him he's a dork and it's weird that like somebody a new york journalist wouldn't immediately be able to tell that like everything that she's been told about him was incorrect like yeah from the jump he's just a fucking dweeb
1: Well, like, not to shame anyone on their their sexual choices, but she gives big virgin energy. Like, (laughs) so I feel like she's like, this guy, you know, he's an adult, so he probably fucks more than me. (laughs) That's like how she feels.
2: But she also like gives off the energy like, it's really bad
1: that he fucks. Yes. 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 Like, she's waiting for him to be bad. I kept getting, like, so annoyed with her character and then getting mad at myself for being annoyed, like, especially by the time, like, the third one came around because they kept throwing in this, like, girl boss, like, arc in every movie. (laughs) That was just deeply annoying. I, I, I kept being like, shut up, woman. And I was like, I <laughs> I, it. makes it the movie turns you into a misogynist. <laughs> like, I was like, am I a proud boy? Like, what? what the well, shit's she going
0: keeps on that? saying, like, in the first one, she's just like, I am a journalist. And the way that she declares it's just how yes. you know that she's not a journalist. But she ascribes, like, so much meaning to her blogs. And I don't even ascribe that much meaning to, like, the film reviews that I write like girl like I don't I just don't understand like she's she's a blogger and that's fine it's like if somebody was like working for like page six and like walked into work every day just like man I'm gonna do this really important work let's watch like Ben Affleck take a shit on the sidewalk like I don't understand (laughs) that reminds me of
2: the end of the first movie when they find out that the prince was adopted and that's like a scandal. And they like also reveal that she was a journalist. And instead of really focusing on the adoption, everyone's like, she's a
1: journalist? freak out that was my favorite part i replayed it like maybe 12 times so she's like is it true they're like is it true that they you're just a i am it's giving very like lamestream media energy like very i mean you know it came out in 2017 <laughs> so it's very like we hate the media <laughs> like obviously someone lying and living in your palace whatever they fucking call it they don't they call, never call it a palace, it a palace? But it's a palace spiritually it's a palace I mean
0: they have a, they have a fucking dungeon like what if you have yeah. a dungeon in no
1: palace I'm sure they call it like the estate you know oh or my something gosh. like that
0: having somebody lie palace.
1: and pretend to be a tutor obviously that's valid to get upset at but the fact that they're not worried about Emily they're never like oh my gosh what if Emily had been you know abused <laughs> or what if she was stealing from us they're just like oh a journalist was here gross yeah. <laughs> Gonna not worried about the 12 year old we are mad about the journalist <laughs> it would make so much more sense if she yes. was like a celebrity gossip writer if she was like like you know connected to the paparazzi in some way like one of those like tmz like coffee people and just like trying to pay her bills like it would make her so much more likable and then also like oh she's there. you're mad at her for a reason she's like ruining your life but she's just like I mean, what is that publication? Yeah. Because they're like, we don't want puff pieces, but they also want like, but they also jur- want her to lie and like break journalistic standards. I'm like, this is not undercover. This is lying. There's a difference. Like, <laughs> and do, <laughs> do her, dying to know: Do her two what best the-
0: friends work with her, or where are they?
2: They do in the first movie, yeah. and then suddenly they become like servers really, yeah. and like hospitality people in the second movie
0: Uh, yeah that was that was so weird and also just like it just seems like they only well at least in the second movie it just seemed like they existed in some different universe and then they get brought in and then everybody gets paired up like it's so like even the fact that they have like actually i don't even know if the gay couple by the dating like they keep on referring to themselves as business partners and they look exactly the same
1: yeah, it's like. very, like, same person, different font, very much. <laughs> yeah, those are the same auditions, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the friends are very – it's Amber, the journalist. two friends. It's very much, like – we're having a conversation now <laughs> like there's the three yeah. of us having the conversation it's very best friend plot device and then the and then I feel like the trilogy becomes self-conscious about that and over corrects instead of giving us information about the friend's lives they're like actually you have the same life as her now
0: <laughs> yes it's so weird yeah so it, it, in the, okay this movie is so strange like essentially the f- the first plot is which one all of them but
1: the first (laughs) this is all one movie
0: (laughs) i mean it really is like i watched them all like basically around the same time like i watched the 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 last two back to back and i watched the other one like a couple days it just feels like you're just watching like a very advanced version of barney it's really weird
2: (laughs) yeah it gives off real mary kate and ashley vibes when it always switches to a mystery at the end it's like Why are we solving the mystery? I thought this was a romantic Christmas movie.
0: Right? There's no actual conflict between amber and the prince really like they they're into each other immediately and so all of the conflict has to be external instead of it just being like maybe he's an asshole but
1: the movie but they don't even
0: consider that
1: at all no um it could have been a regular rom-com like that's such a good point like why didn't they just have the conflict be within their like relationship and falling in love especially in the second one
2: because the second one when she's being pushed into to a royal wedding... It could easily be a genuine conflict between her and the prince. And instead, I forget what they decided the conflict was.
1: Oh, oh it's, like, it's like the Christmas Prince Panama Papers. There's like shell companies in the second one. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah what is
2: the role role oh my- of the royal family in Aldovia? Because in the first one, they have a prime minister. And in the second one, suddenly they're like the ultimate rulers and like financial.
1: Yeah, like they're in charge of all of the political policy for some reason. They just get to decide there's like no formal process oh my anymore. god
0: when they were doing the um just <laughs> like oh my god so much has happened this year and then there's that one part of the montage where they're like sitting at the table and it's like such a weird it's like kids like sitting in the corner just being like yeah like writing <laughs> bill the word <laughs> bill on a piece of paper and then like signing
1: it <laughs> incredible that is how i assume things work everywhere (laughs) i want to ask all of you what is the moment that you think that amber and the prince fell in love oh i
2: know it okay yeah i had a a reason i remember is because i had a lot of issues with it you know in the first one when she follows him into the woods on the on the horse which by the way they need to get snowmobiles because the horse situation is so impractical
1: it makes no sense makes no sense
2: I know. It so really she is. falls oh, off the horse. I worried
1: about those horses. And then there's a
2: wolf. And instead of making herself big and yelling like you're supposed to when you see a wolf, she crouches down like a wounded animal and is like basically like, "Come get me and eat me." And then he comes and saves her. And I think that's when she falls in love with him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I, just I come- mean, that's like a classic fairy tale right there. When you I... crouch down to die by the wolf, I want <laughs> and the <it>. prince comes. <laughs> I
0: want to be 100% clear and say I was too high to even catch that. I don't not remember that happening at all.
2: It pissed me off. I was like, why are you turning yourself into a wounded animal right now? Like, this is just asking the wolf to eat you. She was
1: literally doing a damsel in distress mating call.
0: I... I don't know what point does that have here it's like that it's like that Riverdale episode where Archie fights the bear and then he like (laughs) is just like bleeding and hallucinating in a cabin
1: for several
0: days
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I feel like the first moment this isn't the first love moment but I think the first moment that Amber's loins caught fire sorry I had to say that (laughs) (laughs) was when she walked in on him i keep wanting to call him prince harry <laughs> when she walked in on him playing piano and she had her phone up like a yeah. tourist and she was just like you're really good like i was like is that? Like what's going on she
2: just like was like he plays the piano so he can't be bad it was like okay have you ever heard of billy joel
1: yeah <laughs> what if he the spoiler is that his real dad is billy joel
2: yeah he never cares that he's adopted he never is like he never goes through any identity crisis about being lied to his whole life, which I assume is like 47 years judging by his hairline in the movie. I hated him, but he was...
0: <laughs> but he never had an identity crisis uh, once. I mean, no, he sucks. He's... Because he doesn't have an identity. Like, full stop. Like, I don't know who this... I don't know who this dude is. And the con- oh, yeah. okay, so the conflict to this movie is that his ex, Sophia, comes around and she just like you need a strong queen. You know, you don't even know how to do anything for yourself, which you know what? Fair. It doesn't seem like he does. Um, and she, but he doesn't want her. He wants this girl who's definitely from New York and uh, not somewhere else. And then she like hooks up with Simon and then they get married and try to take the throne. And I... I gotta, I gotta hand it to Simon. Just, you're getting married for clout. Like,
1: (laughs) wow. Yeah, like, I love that Simon and her are just, Simon and Sophia are like, yeah, this is fully a business arrangement. That's it.
0: Well, until the end when she leaves him when he's not king, and then suddenly he's like, but Sophia! And I'm just like, oh, they must have at least fucked.
1: Yeah, that sex was good. That was like... That was some, like, revenge on the prince sex, you know?
0: But, yeah, there's, like, the whole thing. Because it's, like, the, the king is dead. And so, dude, whatever the prince's name, prince dude, has to become the new king. And so, Sophia wants to be the queen. And then when they find out that... But then, oh, no, no, dun, dun, dun. They find out that the prince is adopted. So because it's a patriarchal line, it would mean that he would be next. And so, I mean, you know, it was it was a good try, but he failed.
2: Do you feel like Simon deserved it though? Because it's like clear the Christmas prince didn't want to be
1: king, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I do kind of empathize. Okay, I'm going to stand up for Simon in an unexpected move. I do empathize with Simon a little bit in that it's like clear he really wants this and the prince doesn't. And he's just – and and even, like, when he doesn't end up getting it, he's still, like, I can be an advisor. Like, he really knows what he wants. And the prince, we don't know anything about what he wants because <laughs> when the big reveal happens with the adoption, it's supposed to be this big thing. But like we said, everybody's more upset that Amber's a journalist <laughs> because, oh, my God, she knows how to read? Ew. <laughs> um, and, then, and then he, like, has one conversation with his mom – where she is doing the thing where she makes it about herself. And she's just like, don't make me feel bad for lying to you. And he's like, I could never make you feel bad. And that's the only time we hear about his feelings. And I'm like, really? You don't have any feelings? Like, even if he doesn't care that he's adopted, even if he's like, completely, he loves his parents, everything. I would still have a feeling about it. And the movie's like, no, it would be too weird to make one of the main characters have any emotional texture." Instead, we're going to add the wackiest plots we can in every movie.
2: What if he's um, a serial killer?
1: <laughs> Ooh, Christmas Prince <laughs> 4, murder. <laughs> murder. Murder Prince. Prince. Yeah. I, I love that. I'd probably be more attracted to him and I don't want to unpack that. Oh, I
0: mean, definitely. I mean, he would have to you know show some kind of yeah. emotion do something sexy i mean at least I if mean, he's like stabbing people that's kind of phallic <laughs> i don't know yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs>
1: wow you're like that's sexual <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <it> is. <laughs> this is, remember
0: remember that i've made you watch a movie in which a guy kills women with a drill he literally drills women <laughs> to death like this is true this is true it's true uh so but that's not the movies that we are talking (laughs) about we should move on to a christmas prince the royal wedding where we get a very original story about how everybody's trying to make amber's wedding something but amber doesn't want it and amber's not sure if she should follow her heart
2: this is where amber really became everything i hated yeah yeah she really evolved she first off suddenly in this yeah. movie because in the first movie when she was supposed to be a tutor she couldn't solve a math equation and was calling it equationy things and then in the oh, royal no. wedding in the royal wedding <laughs> she suddenly uh. can solve the financial crisis of aldovia
1: and i was like yes what <laughs> 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 Listen, women don't know how to do math. But they you love money. You of math though. Do they explain <laughs> the like why the mother is like clearly gave birth at like fifty six, or do they address that at all?
2: They do slightly, where she says Emily's her miracle baby.
1: Oh, okay. So I think she's that's like fair. Nine, right? She's like nine. Yeah, she's supposed to be like nine or ten, and I do think it's interesting that that's like not mentioned yeah she's the older the Christmas Prince is for old. sure in his
2: 30s at least you know like yeah <laughs> I know yeah. that was mean but he really just seems like you older said. like there's a vibe about him that feels like old man energy
1: you can feel him grunt you know <laughs> like sometimes you look at him and you can feel him grunt when he stands up
0: that is that is a man who sweats
1: profusely yeah <laughs> <laughs> We stand a king who sweats. (laughs) I mean, the the costuming, I normally don't come for costuming, of all the things to come for, as hard. But the costuming and makeup in these movies, it's almost satirical. It's so bad. It makes everyone look way less attractive than they are. Yeah, because every
2: single person, I looked them up, and I was like, oh, this person's actually hot. This person's really hot.
1: (laughs) I mean, Amber's wardrobe is is so upsetting it's so bad everything is like out of like 2004 ish which is so weird because i just watched the princess switch 3 and the way that they styled the blonde vanessa hutchins was like so great in my opinion i was like i would wear literally every single one of these outfits (laughs) i love i love the
0: clothes in those movies the clothes in those movies is good
2: I wonder how much Vanessa Hutchins informed that though, because she's like, yeah, dresses very well in her normal.
0: Mm-hmm. True,
2: but royal wedding, she's stylish, yeah.
0: The royal, yeah. So they're getting married, and the Christmas Prince is a king, but I'm still gonna call him the Christmas Prince, and he's doing some shit. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Hes, I feel okay, so the the first conflict, so this this movie, much like the first, does the thing where it starts with a central conflict that is involving Amber and the Christmas Prince, and then they add another one because they're like, actually, we don't want to develop these characters. So the central conflict is they're getting married, but there's all these protocols, and so Amber doesn't really get to have the kind of wedding she wants, and she doesn't want to do the protocols, and she's still trying to write and everything, and she's getting told. The queen and one of the older ladies who works there that doesn't like her, which I don't blame her, is like, You have to actually follow some of these rules because you are now going to be part of the royal family. And Amber's like, What? What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. This was the scene and that was almost going to be a good movie because that conflict I thought was like, this is interesting. It's a royal family. This woman's like laying down the law. They were explaining that like they have control, but like she technically does, but they technically do. And I was like, this is cool. I was like, wow, they're really, it's also just like all of these came out right when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were getting together. And obviously these stories are so different, but there are elements of like, oh, I'm royal now.
2: (laughs) This is the one where I really was like, I wonder what Prince Harry thinks of this. Because it just felt so similar to that situation. Absolutely. Like the undertone.
1: Yeah, like the, just like the basic skeleton. And then this movie, of course, has to have another plot. So they have this economic crisis in Aldovia. And, <laughs> it's- <laughs> and honestly, uh, it's like I could. <laughs> I- well, it's
0: just, no, this is so. Because the way that it comes up, she. <laughs> she's just like i know that aldovia is having economic problems economic problems and i want to help and it's just such a (laughs) casual conversation like i think they're just like outside and she's it's like she's like asking if she can help like i don't know carry some firewood just like something really fucking casual (laughs) it's it's just like you're gonna help what you're gonna go get me a Gatorade like thanks (laughs) well
2: also she wants to help but she never she seems like she never ever lived in Aldovia during that year of engagement so what does she know about
1: the country yeah she doesn't know anything about like their economic history or structure like she didn't even she barely knew it existed (laughs) and like there's this whole there's almost a strike but not full-on where people are reasonably upset at the royal family and so they're like, we have to address this, and we have to put out a new policy. But of course, because this is the Christmas Prince trilogy, we don't really know what the policy is supposed to be. It's supposed to be New Aldovia, and it's going to like bring hope and economic, you know, wealth and an opportunity. And, and then the, it's literally, <laughs> you know, it's going to fix deal. stuff. <laughs>
2: they give a statement, but they call it a Christmas present to all of Aldovia. So they give everyone, um, yeah. Stimulus packages. That's what I'm about to say.
1: I, I I'm... just about to say that. It's not even <laughs> stimulus packages that, well, I guess it is at the end, but like initially it's supposed to be like the new deal. So it's really right. like a public works program. So it's like here for Christmas, we got you like a job any, like job that you're gonna hate like I like, <laughs> merry christmas now you get paid not quite livable wage but a little yeah, more <laughs> they're like lay down this railroad to nowhere on this country that doesn't exist
2: <laughs> do we think that aldovia is an island i think of it as an island in the city. northern europe
1: Yeah, I think so. Well, I like (laughs) stared hard at the map when I did like a deep dive on the cinematic Christmas universe of Netflix. And my boyfriend like was so interested in the geography, was like, Let me see that. (laughs) He's like, It's Russia. And I was like, What are you talking about? He's like, It's clearly Russia. Like, I guess they just like broke up like a part of Eastern Europe and they were like, Okay, this is Bulgaria Bontomara.
2: Maybe that makes sense why um Panglia or whatever it's called is like their ally because they're yeah in neighbor yeah
0: countries. yeah that's what it seems like, oh wow, okay, I love this, oh we go, so, uh, it's
1: Russia. It still really makes no sense like why we would be that interested, though, like that would feel <laughs> like if it was like Romania, I don't know, like we're Gosh. just obsessed with Romania. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: God, I can't, you know, it's just wild that I can't, okay, wait, this is the movie where they like bring the friends into the fold. So her queer friend comes and
1: starts working with her wedding planner. (laughs) Oh God. Oh yeah. So she has a wedding planner named Sahil who is like, there's this whole thing where it's like, he does, he plans the best weddings, you know, and he plans all the weddings for royalty and like all the to-do families and there's kind of, it's weird because this movie doesn't make it clear whether there's a power struggle between him and Amber or whether it's just <laughs> him and then the protocols versus Amber. Well, he's just- so you can't tell if Sahil and Amber hate each other or if it's just her being mad that she can't control her wedding. Which would be a really reasonable thing to be mad about if you weren't literally marrying into the royal family. I'm sorry, what do you expect? No,
0: it was very, like, the whole, it's like, I didn't know that I was going to be living in a fishbowl. I didn't know that everybody was going to be paying attention. Girl, what? Like, what did you think? Literally, you were sent here to spy on them. Why don't you think that they would send someone to spy on you? What are you talking about this bit? She's different
1: like,
0: It's like well, I'm obviously innocent. Why would anybody <laughs> be watching me? and it's like you these say are that all fair you're from questions. New York and you're not. You say that you're a journalist and you're not. like who are you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, but like, so her friend shows up, her queer friend shows up and hooks up with Sahil. And then whenever they were sitting together, I was just like, this is the same person, same haircut, same facial hair. It was insane. I couldn't imagine being the cinematographer and thinking this shot, hmm, there's something up yeah. here. It's hard to tell which character is which character. It seems like a problem. <laughs> True, true
1: boyfriend twins. Yeah, it was definitely boyfriend twin energy. I wouldn't be surprised if both those actors auditioned and they liked <laughs> both of them, so they brought one of them back in. Yeah, yeah, that might like been. maybe they really like Sahil and he was originally going to be the friend, and then they're like, actually, we have another role for you. Don't worry, it's a trilogy. I think they, yeah, I think they did the Sahil character dirty because that could have been like a fun plot line that just kind of they were she was just so annoying she was like i'm not like doing any of this fun stuff i'm not wearing the fun dresses i'm not having the fun party and it's like you are a useless queen she <laughs> she's not yeah you can't even play dress up come on what is the point right? what is the point it's, it's like, like a dress montage
0: well because I like if be- she if she wants it to be like her own thing but it's like she doesn't have any real ideas so None. why is she so against people who have ideas?
2: <laughs> no, Jordane, she has very specific taste in Christmas trees. Didn't you see that scene that took 40 <laughs> years to get through where they're picking out a Christmas tree? Yeah, I
1: was dying at that being the one thing she had a vision for, especially because she's supposed to be from New York, and you can't even fit a big tree in most places in New York. So I just love that no. she's like, Yeah this is what
2: you I, buy tree in new york and you just hope it has leaves when you like open it yeah. up i think
1: that was like the funniest part of the second one is that they were just like he's like i want it to be our wedding it, our wedding should represent us but then the writers did zero work on telling us who these people were so it's like who are they like what is your wedding like it makes, it makes no it's sense sponsored by Converse.
0: <laughs> These, yeah, they're just such. A, oh, also, Melissa shows up, her other friend, and starts like flirting with Simon. And I just, uh, you know what, <laughs> girl, follow your bliss. But I'm just saying that if you're going to be with a white man, is that really the one, like, at least like Draco Malfoy's actor was like into hip hop? Like, there was something. Like, what is this guy? <laughs>
1: Simon's like just the only guy who we have any idea of who he is. That's true. That's true. I, do, I feel like Simon has to be good in bed. I think Simon's
2: good yeah, in bed.
0: I can believe that. Yeah. Well, so this I just I just kept on thinking about because the other thing that this. Um, That this trilogy does is that they're constantly putting like people of color all over the place which I think is it's very amusing where they put it but her being but like I just can't imagine a black woman from New York deciding that she is just gonna hang out in this country with these whites it just doesn't maybe she's a transplant (laughs) a New York transplant oh yeah well that would that would make because I was just I couldn't I mean, what? I, I can't even imagine. Because, like, this, cause I just could not imagine being happy in this weird universe. It's like they're living in, like, Eloise at the Plaza. Like, it's insane. And at least the Plaza is in New York. There's other shit to do. What is she What is she going to do up there? Do they have hip-hop up there? Like, what
1: do they have up there? Like, that's a, and the way – I feel like the way the movie tries to describe to us why – Uh, why Amber's friends would just pick up and leave and not just like come for the wedding, but literally just stay there with her and like build their own lives is that um, (laughs) Melissa has moved back in with her family and is unemployed. She says that in a line, and then um, the other friend works at Noodle Chalet, which he brings up a lot, which I actually think is very I funny. That I do a love lot. that bit where he's just like, oh, my God, this is nicer than Noodle Chalet. I loved it. <laughs> Especially because it made no sense based on the first one where we thought that they were all working together in the same office. It's like, when did Noodle Chalet come in? <laughs> I, I just love that like they got laid off and we never actually hear that. They're just like, yeah, no, now we have no lives so we can come stalk Amber. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I- so of course with the economy, so okay, so they uh they have this whole plan and it's supposed to do good, but then when the royal family is having, you know, a holiday night where they're by one of their golden fireplaces, they're reading letters from the public aloud and the queen starts to read a letter and then she shudders because there's criticism in it. And she's like, Oh, this isn't very festive and And the prince, the noble prince with no personality, is like, please read on. And then it's a a letter from a man who lost his job because of the New Deal. And he's been working for 25 years for this company. And I think he works in construction, but it doesn't make it clear because, of course, why would it? And and everyone's like, what? (laughs) We didn't fix everything? And then they read another letter, and it's someone else who's angry, who's like, I lost my job, like... Basically the, the Netflix Christmas version of saying, fuck you. And Amber, who is obviously really smart and (laughs) good at stuff. She's like, I can save everyone. (laughs) Um, But what she ends up doing is she goes to a pub to meet up with the guy who wrote the first letter. And he's like, yeah, there's these companies, these like two or three companies that have been taking all the contracts from all these other companies and she's like, huh? And I was immediately like, does this Netflix movie have shell companies? <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler, there is a man in the palace who is embezzling money, or I guess, is embezzling the correct word for this crime?
0: I truly don't know. It's, it- laundering. Laundering. Yeah, laundering. Laundering, yeah, laundering. It's so weird, too, because they it's suspected that Simon is behind it. And like, of course, because everybody suspects him, it's not. But he does mention cryptocurrency. And so I just assumed like anybody, but I'm supposed to think that this guy is on our side when he's talking about crypto. (laughs) I don't get that.
1: I did love that there was a moment where Simon is just explaining what crypto is and it never really returns. (laughs) That's what got Melissa. Shoot, that was her crypto knife. (laughs) Yeah,
2: he got her to invest in Dogecoin right before it, like, skyrocketed, and she bought out. She's like, I owe this man my life.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I liked it when Emily was hacking into the files to, like, out the shell companies, and they have, like, a quick pop-up on the screen. So I paused it to read it, and it was supposed to be, like, the information about the shell company, and it was full of typos. It was hilarious it was like whoever wrote that up just is like no one's gonna pause this and read this <laughs> no i think netflix's turnaround must be like oh two God, days yes. they're like hey we finished
1: this movie can you edit it it's due tomorrow like they literally didn't have time to correct that they're like no we do not have spell check." Oh my
0: God, those transitions. Oh my God, when, like, the flashes of white. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I truly, are we watching Ghost Rider? Like, it's so, it's so insane.
1: <laughs> I want to know, like, how do y'all feel? Do you think that the writers, directors, everyone behind this movie, do you think they thought this was actually going to further the love story? Because I feel like Amber and the Prince only communicate... In logistics, there's no like actual couple moments, and they're getting married.
2: Yeah, no, they they really got rid of the romance and the love in the second and third. I think
1: they needed to bring the wolf
2: back. (laughs) Well, they did bring him back in in theory in the third when the prince is on the on the horse going to get the um, gynecologist, (laughs) and he goes to the woods (laughs) and he goes not today, and then he keeps riding.
1: (laughs) An incredible callback for the ages also i'm sorry the prince on the horse going to get the gynecologist yes yeah it's
0: it's whatever they get married you find out that the person behind it is the person who uh, they br- they brought in a new character who is the bad guy and his name's leopold and he was working with the family money and he was fucking with it in like yeah. years i totally forgot about leopold like the moment after i saw him to where when yeah they, they it really was him, didn't like, like
2: utilize him at all <laughs>
1: They, just brought- they really should have planted him in the first movie, but I-, I realized there was not a lot of long foresight with these movies. Well, <laughs> the third one. The, it the Chris- is. A Christmas friendship. My favorite.
0: <laughs> uh, the, is it called The Royal Baby? Or- yes. Yeah, yeah, The Royal Baby. Yeah, she's pregnant, even though I'm pretty sure they've never had sex. Uh, that's... This is where we end up in, like, supernatural territory. Before the curses, before <laughs> the ghosts, No, sorcery, the sorcery ended hundreds of years ago. means that this is not in reality anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, explain this pregnancy, then. We never fuck. <laughs> yeah, the pregnancy is how we know this is a movie about magic. And then it really... It becomes more and more about magic. So, of course, it opens up with the monologue, you know, the voiceover (laughs) about, you know, time has passed and now I'm going to have a baby and I'm still doing my writing and um, fixing the country. And Prince is doing whatever he does, playing piano, I guess, and talking to wolves. (laughs) Emily is a little older and she's still, like, laying down the one-liners and lonely. Can y'all get her a friend? Oh, my God. I am s- feel so bad for Emily. Like, I got her a boyfriend. She got a friend. Yeah, she does get a boyfriend. She's- but what if they break up? <laughs> but, true, true. She needs true. a real friend. Yeah, she does need a real friend. I, I mean, if they can bring, if they can just have Amber's friends live there, couldn't they just, like, bring in some families and find yes. find Emily a friend? <laughs> yeah it's a great that's, <laughs> house and that's people necessary. you know
0: justice yeah. for emily
1: i kind of feel like sympathy for these writers now because i'm trying to think of like ways in which like i would improve these <laughs> gaping plot holes and like ridiculous character arcs but it also has to be kid friendly so yeah. it's like there's a lot that they couldn't have they couldn't really do with like their love story and or my sympathy
2: like, is also i'm i'm really convinced they were like hey we need you to give us this script in three days Here's some cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> I that
1: that's what they do. At Hallmark. Like when you get hired as like a Hallmark screenwriter, you have to turn out like multiple. I mean, yeah. some of them do like in a season. Yeah, I mean, and and like <laughs> yeah. I remember when we did an episode last year with Ashley Williams, and she's been on Hallmark movies. She told us that some of them they have like specifications of there needs to be this mini Christmas trees or like that kind of thing. So I'm very curious. What the Netflix Christmas movie specifications are, like okay, it's ninety minutes. There's gonna be love, but it's basically <laughs> G-rated. Also, there needs to be magic in this one. We need- <laughs> like, what's the like? What are they? You know what I mean? I feel like they have a lot of roles. The magic was my favorite part, and I was so upset about it because, the, so the Night Before Christmas starring Vanessa Hudgens, which exists in the same Obsessed universe with that movie, <laughs> that film. which means that they're. There are four Vanessa Hudgens in the Netflix cinematic Christmas universe. And <laughs> there's a witch. <laughs> this is what I learned on the TikTok, Like I might rabbit hole down to, into the conspiracy theories. There's a witch in the night before Christmas that like curses everyone. And the theory is that the same witch is the I one agree. who like cast the curse in this third Royal baby one, which means that they should have just let it be a ghost. Like, I was so waiting for the ghost to be a thing. And then they were like, oh, just kidding. Ghosts aren't real. It's actually this other random old man that you forgot about or whoever the the fuck is like responsible this time around, (laughs) not Leopold. Like, it should have just been the ghost if you're gonna have a witch and a curse. I completely agree. Also, ghosts are just always better. Like, I'm never fully sick of ghosts. Like, bring them in. It's true. It's true. Yeah, because the guy. More
0: it just ends up like being like a guy that works for them who I think has been in yeah. all the movies. He was in all of them and suddenly
2: <laughs> was like, I've had this vendetta against you for two. It's my family vendetta I have to complete. Like. <laughs> been lying in wait for like decades under like the royal family administration
1: yeah like this movie starts out with hers amber saying that she's pregnant and then this whole historical (laughs) whole historical (laughs) monologue about panglia the nearby country and how in 1419 panglia and aldovia signed a peace treaty so they wouldn't be at war and now every hundred years they re-sign it And so now that it's 2019, they're going to sign it again. Um, And that's like, you know, setting the stage. But of course, um, there's drama around signing it before they end up losing the treaty, of course, and there's a big drama. But before that, um, one of the leaders from Panglia is like, I don't know if I want to sign it. And then there's like weird miscommunication and then amber's all stressed and then but she's pregnant and she's stressed and she's girl boss she's a girl boss she's a girl time. boss oh, yeah. listen she has so to this, tell the her way. staff yeah. what to do okay she's
2: trying to like tell panglia to like be more feminist and it's like can Ugh. you just let them live they're a different country well like it's Horrible. so wild
0: because like all through the movie they're just like what, here in Aldovia, the king and the queen get to do blah, blah, blah. And like, we're so feminist over here. And it's like, you just got here. And this is so irritating. And you don't know this woman. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. I for did me. too. I was just like, leave this,
1: leave this lady alone. Well, yeah. And of course, Panglia is like an Asian country. So there's this weird colonizer energy of just like, um, actually, you should do what we're doing. And it's like, why don't you just not fight why don't you just not have war well there's that and then there's the whole like we the women also have to sign the treaty which is like why is this the hill that you're dying on like this is so dumb and she was actually like, <laughs> yeah I think Amber really wanted the fame she wants it to be like her big feminist moment of like my name will also be on there and it's like you gave up your career and your life for this prince and you've only been together for like a year and now you're having a baby and you just live in a castle like i don't really know if you're like the example that we all we all really need
0: <laughs> well no but she's a, she's a royal blogger
1: she is the royal, royal blogger she showed <laughs> us that you can be a blogger in a castle i hope
2: her blog is just literally a tumbler <laughs>
1: yeah, so she's just like- retumbling things <laughs> they're like you did she's like did you censor my blog did you censor it's my a Tumblr, it's a Tumblr porn account <laughs> i like i i do feel like her trying to die on the hill of the women need to sign the treaty is like the equivalent of being saying that every woman should have a feminist t-shirt like or like all the men need to wear this is what a feminist looks like okay now we're good yeah. <laughs> like that that's the right. energy Yeah, she put on her pink hat and she was like, I'm done. She's like, it's over. We're fine.
2: (laughs) I like when they go to the Christmas market and they have all the uh, extras come up to her and like, hello, Queen Amber. Hello, Queen Amber. Hello, Queen Amber. And nobody says hello to the Christmas (laughs) prince. And it's like,
1: what a Like Amber sucks, but at least she sucks and we know who she is. He's
2: literally standing right there he's so bland that no one even sees him no
1: but like they this is like what's so amazing so they have all these people come up and they're like complimenting her and then ming is like looking on who is like arguably accomplished much more in her country and is like oh uh this is amazing how they just really love their queen amber yet we've seen no indication of like anything that she's done that would make these people love her i guess other than like finding the loopholes in the financial crisis she
2: went to, to a public like, went to the
1: pub <laughs> but like wouldn't you be more mad as a citizen to be like why did you not see this like glaringly obvious financial like hole like why did you need this random new york girl to come in and like look at the books
2: i wonder if aldovia's public education system's pretty bad so they're just like you know not there
1: yeah Mm. i i feel like they probably have a lot of censorship there might be a lot of propagandizing by you know the queen she's like (laughs) what what would she even care about like what does the queen care about she seems like a shell of a woman can we talk about how sad this woman seems like there's like one scene in one of the movies they like go bobsledding with emily and then they like get in fake trouble because it could you know emily is in a chair and so like they're like hey you need to be careful but then like after the Confrontation and putting that in quotes. The queen is just like, by the way, I can bobsled. And I'm like, oh, she's lonely. She's when she gets caught in the dungeon when they're trying to find the ghost She's like ready to surrender. She's like, just leave me down she's here. She's like, let me go. I'm done. She's like, I my husband's that. been dead for so long. I don't know who I am. In Aldovia, if you try and go to Google, it's just Amber's blog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only website. You're, like, trying to, like, learn about literally anything in the world. And it's just, like, today we made cookies. (laughs) Occasionally, like, Emily sneaks on there and writes, like, a sarcastic P.S. comment and everyone's, like, oh, this is good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the royal baby, of course. So during all this treaty drama, the treaty goes missing and everyone's, like, oh, my gosh. Well, this is really chaotic. And then Emily finds out that there's – that the reason that it's actually scary that the treaty is missing is that if it's not signed – Yeah, I was
2: into that storyline.
1: If it's not (laughs) signed by midnight, then the first baby will be cursed, which means, you know, Amber's baby. And (laughs) – I love what what I love about this curse is that the movie spends so much time trying to decide whether it believes in the curse. Like the yeah. movie doesn't even believe in the curse. Like there's so no. many conversations in the movie where somebody's like a curse. That's crazy. We don't believe in that. And then someone else is like, well, I don't know. I don't want to risk it. And they're like, yeah, good point. And then they're like, no, but a curse is silly. And I'm like, okay, movie, you need to commit because if you want me to care,
0: I would say. Well, well, Amber believes in yeah, (laughs) Yes, she does. (laughs) And
1: she is the smartest person in Aldovia, apparently, (laughs) according to the movie.
2: I also, I like when she goes into labor and they call her OBGYN. And it's like, this is like Christmas Eve. So it's December 24th. And the OBGYN goes, she can't be in labor. She's due in January. I'm like, that's literally one week from now. That is not that absurd to be one week early
1: i'm like do the people who wrote this movie like not know that due dates are just a random estimate like are like a like babies are usually not born on the due date (laughs) what i don't i don't know
0: if the people who wrote these movies know anything (laughs) and if anyone's listening
1: who wrote it i know we're joking a lot but also like solidarity because Writing is hard, and I'm sure you had a lot of... we've all been there. We've all had to turn out content. ...and whatnot. So if you're listening and you want to tell us, you want us to do a follow-up episode, let us know. We would love to talk to you. If you're not listening, then that was just for me. I feel like there were probably a lot of, like, really funny (laughs) jokes that got cut. Like, I bet there were a lot. There was, like, some fun banter between them, maybe, like, some dirty jokes that, like, didn't make it. I I mean, my favorite part was um Amber's worst acting performance I think when they learn about the curse and then <laughs> they're like the this baby our baby and she stands up from the couch <laughs> and I was like trying to like I paused it and I was trying to think of like how I as an actor would perform those lines and I was like it would still be bad like I don't know like how how you can how you can make that work like the the blocking of it this baby stand our baby clutch like it was
2: <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I think that I think that a lot of them must be good actors to be honest I think that the, there was just a, a, some sort of rush where they were like okay that take was fine
1: just stand there and I think you're right I think there was definitely probably a rush and just like oh yeah that was good that was good enough <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you got all the lines <laughs> <laughs> they're out there and I definitely agree. I think I think that if these movies had actually stuck with one main plot and had it really be about the royal couple, we could have had a lot more bits that are fun. But instead, it's so rushed because we have the curse in the third movie. We have, you know, uh, <laughs> we have money laundering in the second. <laughs> like, there's all... The- yeah,
2: going into labor during a blizzard without your doctor yeah. is like a great plot
1: line. Yeah. I mean I was like little house on the prairie okay I see you also they bring the bed out into the middle of the living room and then they're like everyone get out she's about to push (laughs) I'm like the whole time she's been like dilated and they've been seeing that like she you you know you have to like be out like you know puss out before the baby emerges like there's no way she would just be hanging out in the living room I am obsessed with the fact that like everyone's by by the bed before she gives birth when you know her vag is out. Like like they're just talking about like the curse and like the treaty.
2: Well, she also when they find the treaty, she's suddenly not in labor anymore for like a good three minutes while she's Well, because baby. her baby
1: doesn't want to be cursed, so her baby's stopping. Oh yeah, the curse is real. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean obviously we have to find out (laughs) the curse I felt like this movie was just like what if we just tried to be a completely different genre like the first two are unfocused but this one was like what if it was like a Harry Potter Lord of the Rings thing but not at all but there's just a bunch of fantasy and like a weird quest to the dungeon to find the treaty and like figure out what's going on and I am like this is so much work to not develop the characters because having a baby, there is a lot of interesting, a lot of interesting emotional dynamics there, especially with this royal family. But I don't think the movie They're, had the confidence I'm, in itself. And also Netflix was like, we need to have shenanigans. Why can't the movie just
0: be That's
2: about the True Christmas Prince?
0: Because once again.
2: <laughs> Lord, it's a true Christmas Prince. They didn't have sex! I did also not have like sex. how the dungeon, they kept calling it <laughs> Leopold's Room, which is like a callback to Leopold from the movie before. But it also made it sound like because they had like him etching into the walls. Leopold was here. And I'm like, did he die in the dungeon? Like, and it didn't feed him.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, they sent him <laughs> to the dungeon, I think, at the end of the second one. And so it's it's kind of a terrifying callback. They're like, remember when that guy died <laughs> in the basement? Right, how did they not notice? <laughs> that's what you get for taking money you didn't (laughs) notice was gone (laughs) i mean right yeah i i just the third movie was truly a whirlwind of emotion and most of my emotion was shock i was just like this choice and this choice yeah it's really weird I don't know if Amber and the Prince were alone in this movie ever. No, when would they be?
0: Like, are they alone in any of these movies? Yeah, you're right. I don't know if they are.
1: Yeah, because this movie, we don't see them alone at all. And the second movie, you do, but it's all logistical. And the the first one, of course, there there has to be a few scenes to set the stage. But this one, like, they're immediately with people the whole time, which, I mean, that's realistic for a royal family. But it's just so funny how they can't show (laughs) them being alone. That's too unrealistic. But there can be a curse. Yeah. And my favorite (laughs) running gag was like him not knowing how to like put the crib together. Like what was that?
0: Oh, yeah. That was the thing that he bonded um, with the other king about. It's like, oh, yeah, it took us forever to put the crib together. And it's like, why? No. Okay. (laughs) you're a prince of course you can't build shit why are you building this by yourself anyway what's the point they
2: have him doing the fact that also there's a room full of people and he's the one who goes in and fetches the OBGYN when yeah. there is a room full of other adults that are capable of going to get this OBGYN. and even if they don't trust simon they trust like melissa and they trust like the friend and the wedding planner so it's like somebody could go get this doctor
1: yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And with the crib bit, I really yes. wanted it to be an Ikea yeah. joke. I really wanted them to joke about another country that was basically Ikea that makes this furniture and they didn't. And <laughs> the I was really of sad. Ikea. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of the really funny, consistent running things is how... Obviously, this is a royal family and they have staff, but then they randomly don't have staff when the plot needs right. them to, right? Like, like okay, yeah, the prince is the only one who can do this errand <laughs> instead of staying with his wife while she waits. <laughs> I think she needs you, bro.
2: My favorite running gag was the archery because it is—I've yes. gotten into archery recently and it is genuinely hard to miss fire. She <laughs> manages to do it a lot, so that's a skill in and of itself. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. Cause she, cause in the she first. She does it in movie, every movie. Yeah. Yeah. It happens in every movie. Her, her friends show up and she almost shoots them. Although, to be fair, if I saw someone at a bow and arrow, <laughs> I wouldn't surprise them. I'd wait until they shot it. Yeah. But
2: it's like, like it's hey. really heavy. Like bows are really heavy and you're using all your muscles to hold it. So it's really hard then to like turn around and like move. It's
1: really not easy. So <laughs> it's really funny to imagine her doing it on purpose. <laughs> she's like that's how she gets out her rage (laughs) that would at least make her interesting i'd be into that i know okay what i i want to hear from everyone what is one thing you would like to add or take away from these movies i i will go first and i will say i think that we really missed the opportunity for some sort of snowman maybe a magic snowman maybe the snowman is involved with a curse I just feel like there needs to be a snowman or a snow angel. And as far as taking something away, I would take away the whole shell company plot in the second movie. The Panama Papers of the Christmas Prince trilogy. It is hilarious that they were like, okay, we have to make it kid friendly. We have to get rid of like everything that makes rom coms interesting, which is like sex jokes and dirty shit and like love. And they were like, let's add something kids will be obsessed with money laundering. <laughs> I was like that. Wow every kid loves a financial scandal (laughs) and they had such an opportunity where they could have like you know, Christmas caroled it, and like had some screwed shit. We could have seen some poor families out there struggling. We could have seen a tiny child. Yeah, and we could have seen like something going on, and it and like had everyone be like, "Wow, we're really privileged and lucky, and we should be grateful for the spirit of Christmas." No, we got none of that. We just got Amber being like, "I'm a woman, okay? <laughs> Listen to I my mean, career."
0: The, the real, <laughs> the real reason for the season is is girl bossing.
2: Yes, absolutely. Amber, actually, her blog is just a shell to sell her MLM goods.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She is totally an MLM woman. Oh my gosh! This—I mean, these movies are MLM. (laughs) Amber Rowe, buy my royal leggings. Yeah, at the end of every blog, she's
2: like, "Watch my Facebook Live tonight."
1: She's Amazing still on Facebook giveaway. Live. Like She doesn't have any other social media. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: So, these movies, would we watch them again? No, I wouldn't.
1: Well, I've already watched all three of them twice, so I think I've tapped my limit, but only because Netflix has so many others for me to watch.
0: Yeah, and I'm wondering, like, you know when i compare this to the princess switch movies though we have not seen the full trilogy yet so i will say that but i will but like princess switch is way more fun than this
1: oh yeah oh for sure i haven't the christmas calendar amazing i don't know if you guys have explored that (laughs) that movie's fantastic in my personal life i have not on the pod but (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah the princess switch ones i would say are are better i don't know if that's a vanessa hudgens charm or just how they know that they're ridiculous i think the problem with the the christmas prince ones is that they actually are trying to be good and everyone involved thinks that it's good maybe
2: maybe i think it's because the actors are stage actors like a lot of them are stage actors which is like traditionally a little more serious especially in the uk mm. So I imagine that they're like very good actors so they're like really trying to give a good performance but because the dialogue's so bad, it does the reverse.
1: Yeah, like you just gotta go full comedy camp with this and I feel like P- Princess Switch is full camp and there's like funny jokes like if we were to recommend an alternative to this trilogy it would definitely be Princess Switch. But I also mm-hmm. just feel that Netflix does have a lot of funny Christmas movies That doesn't mean they're good. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. but funny yes. <laughs> have you guys seen the one that's about like the lesbian couple on netflix that where there's an angel who sends her back in time and oh, there's like what? weird underlying catholic no? themes you must right. explore what okay this sounds we- incredibly up my alley thank you we have, to, we have un- to watch yes. It's lesbian un-hit. catholic movie we are doing this one jordane <laughs> Yeah, yeah, highly recommend. Um, to, if you guys so looking that one forward up. to
2: watching Single all the way, the new one. On oh
1: yes, that one looks amazing. I did um in my like deep dive on TikTok discover the actor who plays the gay friend in The Christmas Prince. And he told the story about how on his first day of shooting, he was really nervous because it was his first acting gig. And the night before Aww. they were they were all at a pub together, like all the cast. And I think they filmed in Scotland. So they must have been like, we're on vacation. We're going to get drunk the night before shooting. Um, but they saw that, like, the director was also there. So they all got really nervous and, like, ran out of the bar. And then on the first day of shooting, like all of these, like, Scottish <sighs> cops showed up because they didn't pay their tap. Oh I love that. They should have included that that in the movie. Beautiful. That's so cute. I love that. (laughs) Well, because Amber also does go to that pub and then leaves suddenly.
2: So she didn't pay her tab. She left she left the poor guy who didn't have a job to pay her tab. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of open tabs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Classic rich girl, honestly. She's like, like, I promise I'm gonna help you. I just need you to cover this. <laughs> me and all my friends. Brings... we will Venmo you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me your Venmo, I'll get back to you. Yeah. 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 I that's amazing. I I feel like now my TikTok algorithm is gonna show me all Christmas Prince stuff because my phone's listening to me and I can't wait. Yeah.
0: But I also yeah. feel like
1: I'm gonna be like, oh shoot, I should have added that to the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I'm excited well, that I know their geography now.
1: Oh yeah. I know, right? So like Amber and the Prince are like show up in the Second Princess Switch movie. They're like at her coronation or whatever. So that's how you know that they're on the same universe, but it doesn't make it doesn't oh. make any sense because in the Princess Switch, they're like what movie should we watch and they turn on Netflix and it's a Christmas prince. So it's like you're watching oh, I remember that. the movie, but those people also exist. <gasps> they're watching a Christmas the prince as a documentary. <laughs> It's entirely oh, I love false. that. I have. I totally missed that, and so I love that detail. One of my favorite things in movies is when they put on the TV and there's like a meta joke there. Netflix yeah, loves to do I love that. It. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yes, this is marketing, but it's also like a meta mm-hmm. world building joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. I do want to ask both of you where people can find you, and if you have anything of yourself that you want to plug specifically. You can find me on.
2: I was about to give my address, but I realized that's not a good idea. (laughs) I don't leave the house. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at RiaWojo, R-I-A-W-O-J-O, and I also use that for everything else, so Instagram, TikTok. What else is there? All the other things.
1: Venmo. Twitter. Um, That's smart that you have the same (laughs) handle for everything. I got to change mine, but you can find me on twitter at kimberdin on instagram at Kim Bird, and on tiktok which is just my name finally kimberly denaro and i have nothing to plug because i'm thriving and living my best life we <laughs> love that <laughs> we, we love should... that it's the holidays you know really what well. it's time for it's time to break some curses okay Yeah, I I was
2: hoping that the sorcery still existed. So it explained my life, but uh.
1: (laughs) I can really use an answer right now. (laughs) Well, listeners, if you are listening to this, you know where to find bad romance. Um, We always love a four star review. If you don't like us, that's totally fine. Just keep it to yourself because we have enough sadness inside of our souls already um, if you want to join the Patreon, we have bonus episodes about erotic thrillers, and D.O.C., and How I Met Your Mother, and I am Bronwyn Isaac. And I am Jordan Searles.
2: Okay. I also want to say real quick to the Christmas Prince, I'm sorry I made a joke about your hairline. You're actually really hot. It was, it was, totally, it was totally just how they made you, like, the costume and wardrobe just wasn't for you, but... I looked you up and you're good looking, but I'm also Maria Wojcikowski.
1: And I'm Kimberly De Niro and I'm not interested if you're listening.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm not friends. interested. I just feel bad. <laughs> like, I don't want him to, like, feel bad about himself.
1: <laughs> i'm sure that he also answers to the christmas prince like i'm like, not sure speaking to him. we love to date him and just like have that fantasy all the time like come here christmas prince <laughs> <laughs> Like dress him like ridiculous christmas lingerie like no matter the time of year <laughs> like have i been a feminist <laughs> Come help me write this blog post. <laughs> no, really, I don't know how to spell. <laughs> All right. Uh, bye, wait. listeners.
0: <laughs> bye. Yeah. Uh, Let's dump this truck. Oh yeah. Back it up. Back it up. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's go.